0: Now when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report.
1: Are we on the brink of a flash recession, like some analysts think? What about the possibility of tax increases? And even without uh, risks like these, more than a quarter million Americans underestimate their life expectancy. So they're coming up short when it comes to how long their retirement savings will need to last. These are just a few of the reasons why we'll spend some time today talking about how you can create an income strategy for your retirement. Welcome to the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach the Lehman Lewis team anytime at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, welcome to today's show. Well, good morning.
2: Good morning, and good morning, Northern <laughs> Colorado, and especially to Bruce.
1: Heck yeah! Uh, always glad to be with you guys. And okay. So, so let's um, let's talk about this week in history. 1954, Dwight D. Eisenhower signed into law an amendment to uh, Social Security that provided wider coverage, extending benefits to 10 million additional Americans, including those who are self-employed. And also on the uh, money front, the first ATM was installed in America. It started dispensing cash at the chemical bank in New York City, and everybody thought it was uh, free money. But no, it, it, it's actually your money, so uh, enjoy the charges. All right, Josh, let's dive in. Economic analysts from Bank of America are saying, our global economy is headed toward a flash recession later this fall, and while other analysts are more optimistic, they still think there's a strong possibility for volatility to churn up the markets. From your perspective, what might a flash recession look like?
3: Yeah, so it could look like a lot of different things. Because the thing is with the recession or a big market sell-off, there's always going to be kind of one unexpected event that really sets the catalyst for everything else to go on. So some of that catalyst might be kind of like what you referenced all that free money, right? Fiscal stimulus, we've uh, had a lot of monetary stimulus just sort of floating around the economy so we've seen that elevate the amount of you know asset prices that's obviously why inflation is so rampant is all that money floating around the economy so initially after covid everyone kept saying hey we're going to see this sort of v-shaped recovery so if you think about the letter v on a chart you know we had this big sell off and then the markets ramped back up and we saw that to a certain degree But now, if you look at what Bank of America is saying, is we might be anticipating more of a W-shaped recovery. So kind of two consecutive Vs, where we're sort of at that peak there in the middle, and we're likely going to expect another sell-off. So when you sort of look at all these different dynamics, right? whether it's supply chain disruptions, you could think of like uh, computer chip supply, semiconductors, things like that. Obviously, those drive a lot of things in our economy. They're also a smaller piece of a larger part, whether it's automobiles, computers, um, a lot of different things that go with that. So um, once all those chickens sort of come home to roost, we could definitely see a significant pullback in the market. But again, all of that really depends on how quickly we we recover, easy enough for me to say, (laughs) because we need to look at what does that mean for consumer spending, right? Because consumer spending drives the bulk of our economy. So if we have this big sell-off, people are going to sort of hold a little bit tighter to their money, right? Our wallets are going to be tucked a little deeper in our pockets, and we're not going to be spending as much because we're going to worry what that means to the larger sort of supply side of the economy. So while it could happen, it really kind of depends on what we're doing to get everything back online whether the delta variation slows things down there's all these different sort of pieces so i still think the economy's relatively robust but again a lot of that i think hinges on sort of this fiscal policy we've seen from the federal reserve being so accommodative keeping interest rates low and seeing all of that new air quotes, new money enter into the economy.
1: So Alicia, what should people do, uh, be considering anyway, uh, in helping protect from a downside risk?
4: Well, I think, you know, it all really stems back to making sure that you have uh, not everything in the market. And while we believe we are big um, believers in making sure that you're truly diversified, not just diversified amongst risk in the market, but truly diversified and have a plan, a plan in in place that that makes it okay if the market does go down because you have other investments. See, we're we're working with people who are in retirement or five to ten years from retirement, and because of that, what we really focus on is Ultimately, it's okay, like I said, to have that market money, but we ultimately are looking at what is your time horizon, right? And so when you're 30 years old, you've got all this time, you know, to to earn more money and and to let the market do its roller coaster ride that sometimes we experience. But when you're in retirement, it's completely different. It is now about how can I make sure that I'm not losing my shorts if there is a correction or... Or when there's a correction, but it really comes down to making sure that you have that plan, that you're truly diversified. And um, again, that can be done. Some people are, get get really, you know, they come in here and they're a little agitated at first because they're not really sure because they've never been exposed to other things. And it's like, it, oh well, you know, I just I I want to have the market because what's the other choice? The the bank, you know, and I can't make squat in the bank. And so that's where we educate people and show them their options and say what do you like? What what feels good to you here? And and here's some options that we would recommend and and you know, it's not just you know, one and done. This is a, a work in progress.
1: No question. In fact, folks, if you, when you're thinking of your income plan in retirement, uh, it, you need to think just that. Uh, that income is going to come from several sources. So are you planning for tax? Increases and how tax is going to affect that plan. How is healthcare going to invest that plan or attack that plan? Obviously, your investments and in how you're leveraged in the market. How much you're leveraged in the market? What's that volatility rate that you can accept? Do you have a legacy plan that you're thinking of? Uh, you want to to leave on to the next generation of your family? Alicia, Chuck, and Josh do this every day. They sit down and they put together this lifetime income plan that will work your money for you, and create that income throughout your retirement. If you need to sit down and come up with that plan, reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And Chuck, aside from market risk, we also know that President Biden has proposed several tax increases to pay for his spending plans. How important is it to be proactive when it comes to being, you know, uh, having a tax-efficient strategy?
2: That's a really good question. And it's uh, something that we've been working with people about this for the last five to 10 years. And the reason is, is that think about it. It's not about how much you make, it's how much you keep. And taxes we know are going to go up. I mean, for anyone that thinks that the Taxes aren't going to go up with all the spending that's been going on. You better get your head out of the sand and realize that Uncle Sam's going to be taking more of our money. So how do you plan for that? That's what we do here at Layman Lewis Financial Group is to help people to prepare to pay lower taxes in the future. There are a lot of different ways to do this, and I could take up the rest of the show explaining some of the uh, you know methods that we use. And when people see what we're doing and how we help them with taxes, and over a period your your retirement years, you could save literally a quarter of a million dollars in taxes if you plan to do it properly.
4: And and I one one thing I do want to throw in here, we love working with taxes because again, it has a lot to do with how much you're keeping, like Chuck said, but we. Also, are not CPAs we're working with a lot of people who um, are expert tax advisors Um, you know we have clients that come in and say hey I love my CPA and I you know I've had this CPA for 20 years and I love them trust them and that's fine too we just want to make sure that we're working as a team to make sure that you're getting the best benefit and again having that team approach because otherwise it's just this compartmentalized plan and that is that is the last thing that you need in retirement. We want to make sure that all of us come together and work on your plan as a team so that you get the best the best retirement.
2: And, and and you know the what I believe people walk away from is now they know what their options are and they a lot of times they've been exposed to what's you know how this is going to affect them in retirement and how they could hopefully, and a lot lot of times, stop some of the bleeding that is going to take place on taxes.
1: All right, Josh. So when we talk about our investment strategy uh, and strategies to mitigate taxes, how do you make things work together so that people are maximizing what they have?
3: Yeah, so kind of back to that, you know, connecting with your tax professional, your CPA, whoever that might be, and looking at kind of what they're doing, where they're looking to save. But it's also looking at, kind of the account designations you already have. So some people have a bundle of money in tax-deferred accounts, right, their 401ks, IRAs. But other people have most of their money in like a taxable brokerage account. Maybe they sold an asset, a business, or something like that. So we really want to hone in on kind of those different asset classes and different tax liabilities with those, and then look at how we're investing. A lot of people might have a ton of cost basis, or excuse me, low cost basis, so they have a ton of capital gains in their tax Taxable account. Well, if they have a high income and capital gains rates go up, that's going to be detrimental to their investment. So that's where we're looking at how do we unwind some of those taxable gains this year before we likely know that capital gains rates are going to go up? And how do we utilize some specific investment strategies? to either defer those capital gains or completely mitigate those. For other people who have, you know, a large liability and say, a tax-deferred account, we're looking at how to unwind that over a period of time while tax rates are still low. But again, it's also looking back at those same accounts and saying, okay, how are we investing our tax-free accounts, our Roth IRAs, things like that? In my opinion, we want to see those in growth, where maybe we want to be a little more conservative overall, so then our tax-deferred accounts are invested less aggressively because, again, if we're seeing a lot of growth, we're not also building up a larger tax liability. So there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but again, we want to look at your specific situation. It's kind of the right fit
1: for you. Again, folks, this is your plan. It's your money, and Alicia, Chuck, and Josh sit down and work with you to put together your plan. In fact, again, 28% of people underestimate their own lifespan by five years or more. It's the number one fear of all retirees, and that is outliving your money. If you want to put together that income plan for your retirement, sit down with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue the NOCO retirement report right after this.
0: Inflation, it never stops. Do you understand how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Layman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right.
5: Hi, this is Jimmy Lakey for Lehman Lewis Financial Group. How can you know you'll live the retirement you've always imagined? After all, life can be unpredictable. You've watched your accounts go up and down with the market. Your advisor says, don't worry, you'll be just fine. But you still don't feel confident. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group have a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take their checklist challenge. If you can check all the boxes on the list with confidence, you may be ready for retirement. But if not, Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you To get that complimentary checklist, call or text the word challenge to 970-519-2212. Take the checklist challenge today with Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Call
0: 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Jimmy Lakey has been remunerated and is not a client. For even more on retirement planning, check out the Lehman Lewis team's TV show, Retire Colorado. Tune in Sunday mornings at 530 on Nine News.
1: This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, how much is left on your to-do list this week? What about the honey-do list of chores around the house? I'm sure, like mine, it's a mile long. Now the problem is, with long lists, it can be overwhelming. And it can cause you to just wad it up, throw in the trash, and shut down. So let's keep this simple. found an article the other day, Alicia, uh, Top 10 Steve Jobs Success Secrets for Insane Productivity. Not an easy title to say, but the the first few tips were prioritize ruthlessly, seek simplicity, and say no to a thousand things. (laughs) Now, basically, it's keep it simple. So that is the challenge um, at Lehman Lewis, again, you do that a lot with, with you know, as couples come in especially, to try and keep it simple. So what are your three topics for retirement planning, the lists that you help uh, people gather and put together? And uh, as we talk about uh, this, what are, th- what are those maybe top three things?
4: Yeah, so our top three topics that we, you know, just to keep it simple is income Health care and you know long-term care expenses, as well as taxes. So and not necessarily in that order. Right. And the reason why those are top three is because it's intertwined. They're so intertwined with each other. And I think oftentimes people forget one or more of those, and then what happens is it throws the whole plan. Or if there's no plan, it kind of implodes that. And so when we focus on planning, we look at, okay, what's your income in retirement? What are the taxes going to be today, five years, 10 years down the road? And how can we put you in a position to where it's a better tax situation, hopefully tax-free? And then also looking at some of those health care expenses.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm glad you said they're not necessarily in that order because income and taxes Uh, tend to be 1 and 1A and and can certainly be problematic. So Chuck, why should the topics income, taxes, and health care, long-term care uh, definitely be included when you're planning for your retirement?
2: Well, if it's not, like uh, Alicia said, it'll just implode. Too many times, you know, we see people that come in here and they have a lot of, you know, money, a lot of investments, But they don't have a plan, and their plan is, well, I'm just going to start withdrawing off of my investments. Well, which ones are you going to, you know, draw off of to make it most tax efficiently? Or what are you going to do in the event that the markets drop, or I should say when the markets drop? We don't know, you know, how long, how bad, how you know, severe it's going to be, but it's cyclical. We know that it always does. And when you're in retirement, it's not like when you're in your working years and you can just let it, oh, you know, it's not going to bother me because I'm not taking any money out. But if you're relying on your pot of money that uh, you, you've accrued in your 401ks and IRAs and the markets drop, like in, you know, 2008 and 2009, so many people, you know, that didn't have a plan, they were just making withdrawals. Well, that's where they got into trouble because they lost 40%, 50% of their portfolio, yet they were still drawing money off of it, and it never allowed it the money that went down in the market to earn back what it had lost over that six years that it took to dig out of the hole. And those people had to – well, they either had to Go refinance to work, their yeah, home yeah. – uh, you know, they had to make a lot of changes that they did not necessarily had to do if they would have had a plan. Mm. So it's imperative that you have a plan to cover all these areas. And when things happen, you know, we always say hope for the best and plan for the worst. But too many people, especially now because the markets are doing well, they're hoping for the best and planning for the best because they forget that what goes up. Will come down.
6: Yeah,
1: the law of gravity is fully in effect. And we we do, by full disclosure, want to point out that uh, Lehman Lewis uh, does not provide tax advice, and you should speak to your qualified tax professional. And in fact, if you don't have one, you guys can at least provide them some names of folks that that you trust uh, to work in, correct?
4: Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean,
1: again, that's, that's something that, uh, that Alicia, Chuck, and Josh can steer you to. But, but again, they're not going to provide you tax advice, but they can provide someone to you that uh, can get you that kind of advice. This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So, Josh, if we're feeling overwhelmed by retirement or we're just concerned that we haven't done enough to prepare for it, what can we do?
3: That's an easy answer. Just give me a call. 970-446-1234. He's
1: right on spot. That was was perfect. Uh,
3: Right. Thank you. So I love the softballs. Keep them coming. No. um, Great question. I think, again, this is where people, you know, a lot of times look at things in a very one-sided sort of fashion. So we sit down with people all the time who have that sort of lingering question of, have I done enough? Have I saved enough? Am I ready to retire And a lot of times, you know, people are looking at sort of what they're looking at, and they're not looking at the full scope of things. And sometimes it's a really pleasant surprise when we sit down with those people. And sometimes it's just a matter of us saying, hey, if you adjust this, reduce your expenses here, so on and so forth, it's very feasible. But I think ultimately, again, the numbers don't lie, folks. It's about sitting down. It's about looking at your cash flows what are your expenses? What are your income sources? All of those different things. And then how do they all work together? So if you're not sitting down running some analysis on your numbers, how are you really going to know and feel confident about your plan? So that's exactly what we do. Anytime we sit down with someone who's really looking at retirement, we're building out a plan, looking at all the numerical values and how that works and saying, you know, is this feasible? Is this tangible? And, and that's really where we go from from there.
1: In fact, uh, I'll reiterate what Josh said. The phone number is 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. And let the team at Lehman Lewis help you get your retirement roadmap. Again, you need to know where you're headed and what obstacles could be laying in the road. Have you prepared for taxes? Have you prepared for the impending inflation? Have you prepared for health care and long-term care during your retirement? These are all things that can rob that nest egg of savings that you've taken 30 to 40 years to compile and need to last 30 to 40 years to get you through your retirement. Put that plan together with Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire Lehman Lewis financial family. Again, 970-446 one two three four on the web at laymanlewis.com. Now Alicia, there are certainly options and things for generating income and in retirement. Could you discuss just a few of those options that we have at our disposal?
4: Absolutely. So there are quite a few options and it really depends on, again, like what we always say, it really depends on the family that we're working with. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there is just this, you know, cookie cutter uh Plan or cookie cutter income plan that we work out. We're not building
1: a Pizza Hut or (laughs) McDonald's that follow the same (laughs) blueprint. You know, I mean
4: exactly. And so there's different incomes depending on different needs for the family. So sometimes, you know, we do use um, just some investments that are tax free, um, whether it be life insurance, whether it be positioning it more into Roth. Um, and it could be taken off of market money. It could be taken off of annuities. There's a a ton of different investments and, and products out there. But here is the thing. It all comes down to how is it positioned and the timing of the positions. So really, we look at doing bucket strategies. We call it bucket strategies in here. Some might call it laddering, things like that. And what it does is it allows your money to really sit and grow. Meanwhile, you're taking from another bucket of money. So it really, a, a lot of times people love this because they're looking at it saying, I like how how this is simple, A, but also we know and and we have a pretty good idea of what to expect, not only our income and how it's going to continue to go up because of inflation and this is keeping up with inflation, but we also have a pretty good idea of what the taxes are going to be and as well as how it's invested. So, you know, what... Approximately, it could potentially grow at. So, and we're not, you know, we never when we're sitting down showing, let's say, market um, investments, for example, we're never showing the, you know, eight to twelve percent, which a lot of advisors, um, unfortunately, are showing people that, which really, in turn, can can uh, blow up, if you will, because if there's a year that you're um, that you've maybe lost twenty. 30, maybe even as high as 40%, it's gonna throw off that average, and then you're not gonna be able to spend as much. So when we're looking at, okay, this is how much we should anticipate, we always uh show a, a much lower illustrated increase in growth with, with your portfolio because of the fact, you know, that there's that saying, uh, we wanna uh, What what is it? It's under under promise, uh, promise over perform. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, there you go. And so, yeah, we we always we always do it that way because again, that's also showing, hey, here's here's a not as great of a scenario. You know, if let's say you only make four percent in the market, and um, you know that's that's kind of a safe bet, if you will, we're kind of showing you more of a worst case scenario. So again, when it comes back to income planning, Um, there's a lot of options, but I think it comes back to also the flexibility around it too, because life changes and um, your income needs to be able to change with that as well.
1: Well, and we have just a minute and a half left in this segment. Chuck and Josh, I'll let you both sound off. Retirement income planning, like Alicia talked about, there's three buckets. So you might be withdrawing from one bucket while the other one is dipping. Let's say it's tied to the market. It can dip and, and dollar cost average back up because you're keeping that bucket, you're not withdrawing. So another bucket is safer, and you can withdraw from it and not hurt you as much. Is that a fair way of assessing it?
2: That's exactly what uh, we're talking about, but the problem of it is is most people that come in here, they don't have the bucket Yeah, strategies. they don't. There's no,
1: they have one bucket. It's all they, the same bucket. They do. Yeah. Uh,
2: you know, and to give you a, a good illustration of this, um, I had a, a friend, his name was Bob, and this is uh, still my friend, but back in the, in the 80s, he retired or, I'm so, sorry, not in the eighties, in 2008, he retired. And, uh, real fast, what happened is he had a million and a half, and he was saying, okay, I'm going to take a 4% withdrawal rate off of my money that's in the market. Well, you know what happened in 08 and 09? Mm-hmm. His portfolio went from a million and a half because you know 4% gave him 60000 a year. You look at that and say, well, that's a pretty good plan. When I looked at it, I said, you need to make some uh, changes here and get a little bit more safety in, in your portfolio. Well, the markets are going wild. He, he didn't want to do it. Well, then the markets dropped. Now he still needed that income, and instead of withdrawing uh, you know his 4% withdrawal of 60,000 now became 35,000 so he had a choice do i take more off of what's already dropped or do i go back to work hmm. he chose to go back to work so, you know, you have those choices, folks. You can go back to work after you retire, or you can have a solid plan that in the event that that happens, you're not going to be taken to the woodshed and lose 40-some percent like most people did in 08 and 09. And, I, you know, it could happen again. I'm not saying it could, but why take the chance when you're retired? And that's what we do here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group is to prevent you from being taken to the woodshed.
1: Reach out at 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report after this.
0: Do you know how to best manage your wealth in this new economy? Find out by joining Chuck, Alicia, and Josh for a special upcoming dinner event. Spots are filling up fast, though, so reserve your seat today by calling 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
6: As mothers and caregivers, we tend to put others before ourselves. But as former Texas Governor Ann Richards once said, if you think taking care of yourself is selfish, change your mind. When planning for your retirement, it's important to pay yourself first. As women, we have unique needs as investors. We generally live longer than men. And according to Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement, 80% of women will die single. That's why the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group have a complimentary guide to help you achieve financial independence as a woman. It's called 10 Tips to Help Empower Women Investors. This guide addresses the reasons every woman should have a financial plan of her own. For your copy of this guide from the Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call or text TIPS to 970-658-2288. 970-658-2288. Don't put others' retirement plans before your own. Take the first step toward your financial independence today. Call or text TIPS to 970-658-2288.
0: Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AU Wealth Management, LLC. Call the Lehman Lewis team now to get started on your retirement plan. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
1: This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinberg. You can reach the team at 970-446-1234 on the web. It's laymanlewis.com. Now, just because you have a healthy balance in your retirement savings today does not mean that you have an income plan. Josh, I want to start with you. Uh, There's still work to do. So what are some of the risks that we need to be aware of that helps preserve what we feel like we have saved over our working years and give us an income plan in retirement?
3: Yeah. So there's actually lots of risks. And I think it really depends kind of on what direction you go after retirement. So sometimes we see people who say, okay, I made a bundle of money in the stock market. I'm retired. And now I want to invest all in safety and get into bonds and you know, things like that. Where then if you look at real return numbers, they're not actually even keeping up with inflation. So you see sometimes people want to shift out of that growth. But then we also see some people who don't want to shift out of that growth, and then obviously they're going to be subjected to things like market volatility and something we refer to as sequence of returns risk, and that's basically just sort of the performance of the market in a sequence, and basically when you retire – Where are we entering in the business cycle, economic cycle, market cycle, things like that. So those are kind of two main risks that we see, but then of course you have risks like inflation. So we're obviously entering into this period of high inflation, so we want to make sure that we're preserving our purchasing power so that we're not spending more and more dollars pursuing the same amount of goods and services. And then, of course, we have other risks that go with that, like taxes and really sort of understanding how do we save all of our money for retirement Are all of our dollars saved in qualified accounts that are going to be taxed like ordinary income. Or do we have a combination of taxable accounts, tax-deferred, tax-free? Because then we want to look at how do we have the best, most tax-efficient withdrawal strategy. So if we have all these assets and, you know, tax-deferred accounts, qualified accounts, we want to look at tax code and look at how are we taking money out of those because now presents a really good opportunity to do that where most people's, you know, modified adjust gross income is, you know, where it is, but the tax rates associated with that are pretty attractive too. So, again, what does that look like over a long period of time, and how are we taking advantage of all of the different legislation that's kind of, you know, going to change or has already changed?
1: Now, Fidelity, they, of course, uh, provide a lot of financial news. They estimate the average 65-year-old couple can expect to spend, basically, right now, as of today, around $300,000 on retirement— uh, on healthcare in their retirement, I should say, and that does not include long-term care. So, Alicia, healthcare costs are, I mean, again, it's hard to wrap your arms around and maybe feel like you have a plan, but how do you prepare your clients, your, again, their family members, uh, how do you prepare them for preparing for health care and long-term care in retirement?
4: Well, it really has to do with the overall plan. So it's not like we're taking this $300,000 and putting it, you okay, know, saying, <clears> we'll in a bucket or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We're not just putting it over there and saying, oh, that's for your health care expenses and things like that. We really build it in to make sure that it is covered and it is part of the budget, if you will. And so, you know, there's there's ways to plan that, that you can really focus on that and make sure that you're getting more uh, tax-favorable planning in that, as well as making sure that, you know, uh, again, it comes back to it's all interweaved together. So when we look at your income and how much you're spending, we want to make sure that that is including looking at, okay, how much income is, is that you're going to have to pay taxes on. But then what is going to be taken out for, you know, out of your Social Security? How much is that going to be taxed? Um, How much is your Medicare going to be taxed? So I I can't even tell you. It's a domino effect. And I think that that's a big piece that people say, oh, I've got my investments in order and I'm diversified. and, And yes, that's great. But uh, these are issues that people are not taking into consideration. Let alone the inflation on healthcare. I think we've all seen that in such a major way in the past, you know, five, ten years. Um, especially, we've just seen the costs of of healthcare just increase majorly. So, um, focusing on all of these things together, that you have it covered and that you've, you, you have a plan with it so that it doesn't catch you off guard. Because when you're in retirement, when you're you know 60 years old plus, um, that's when you're going to probably experience your, um, I guess, the biggest health issues is in retirement, typically.
1: So I, I want to ask the listeners today, have you planned for health care and long-term care in your retirement plan? My guess is you're a lot like Most of us. We've saved for retirement through our 401ks, maybe some annuities. We've had an account. we played some money in the stock market. And all we were thinking about is the giant number in front of us. But what about the giant things that can attack that giant number in front of you? Have you planned for health care and long-term care? If your answer is no, you need to reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, our entire Lehman Lewis financial team to help you prepare for your retirement. Reach out at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. Now, Chuck, what are some of the options we have for addressing potential long-term care costs in our retirement plan?
2: You know, that's a good question. And I want to also reiterate the importance of long-term care. Uh, Statistically, one out of every two people over the age of 65 are going to need some kind of long-term care assistance before they pass away. And I looked at my own personal family members, my grandparents, my aunts, my uh, my parents, and it was half of them. And so it, it, it holds true. But, you know, long-term care insurance, that's something that everybody loves to look into and buy because it's extremely expensive and they don't know if they're going to use it. So if they don't use it, they lose it. Well, there are other options. And the best option that we know of right now is life insurance. Now you might be thinking life insurance, that's for when I'm young and trying to cover the debt on my mortgage and things like that. But, uh, you know, there's, let me give you an illustration, the old block cell phone, remember the one that was about (laughs) size of a brick? Oh Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, all you could do with that was make a phone call, right?
1: Yeah, wouldn't well, you love now, to see a text at, come across that screen?
2: Or you could, you know, ward off a, an intruder in your home and hit him on the head with it because <laughs> it was the size of a brick. Yeah, it was. But today, our cell phones are computers. I mean, we take pictures, we, we text, we, sometimes we make a phone call, not very often uh, it, it's, you know, I've, I've got the internet on there, email, everything. So it's morphed into that. Insurance has also done that. As a matter of fact, insurance now is probably used more as an asset than it is for just a death benefit. And, you know, there are some qualifications that you have to have, and there might be some tax ramifications if you don't do it properly. But, you know, to give you an example, uh, you know, we just did one for a person here uh, about two weeks ago, and they're putting money into it of about $5,000 a year, and you might think, well, that's a lot. Well, it gives them $300,000 of death benefit, and if they end up needing it for long-term care, whether it be assisted living, home health care, and a nursing home, they get 25% of that 300000 every year for the first four and a half years. Now, that's going to decrease their death benefit. In other words, they're giving your death benefit up front. But they don't pay on that forever. And then they can use it as a cash asset in the event that they don't need it for long-term care. And maybe if they're not going into an assisted living, they're just paying some of those medical expenses, there's a bucket for that. And then if they don't use it for any of that, it goes to their heirs tax-free. So, it's a win 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 situation. And when people, when we show this to people, and and the biggest thing is you have to be healthy. You can't have had, uh, you know, a heart attack or cancer in the last five or 10 years. There's, you know, some health qualifications. But I will guarantee you that almost 90% of the people, when we show them this as an option, they look at that and say, why wouldn't I do that? And we always say the same thing. Well, because it's life insurance and you have to qualify for it health wise. But it's just one option. And and it's right now it's a very popular one. So it's something to look into because it has changed over the last 20 years. Well,
4: and I think it's important too that you know mm-hmm. there's not one magic bullet that fixes, you know, the long term care conversation. Mm-hmm it's multiple things put together. So we're looking at income. We're looking at how it's taxed. We're also looking at, you know, there, there are people that sometimes come in here and they're like, Oh, I've got this long-term care policy and I've had it for, you know, 15 years. And we're like, don't get rid of that. And they're like, Oh, but the, you know, the, the prices are going up, the the premium is going up. And we're like, okay, well, you know, instead of you increasing the premium, so sometimes, you know, we'll analyze it. Um, instead of you increasing the premium, why don't you just keep the benefits where, you're, where they're at right now and let's look at other ways to cover the additional that you will need. And so, again, there's no, in my personal opinion, there is no one magic bullet to cover this long-term care uh, issue. It's really the combination of multiple strategies.
1: This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, Josh, we've got two minutes left in this segment, and taxes is such a big deal in retirement. So uh, can you address a couple of things here? First, the difference between tax planning and tax preparation, and then, you know, just flat-out overlooking taxes in retirement and how much that can cause problems. So how do you help people address taxes?
3: So I think, again, this is really kind of that conversation about looking at how are your accounts qualified, right? So what's the tax registration of everything? So, again, we're looking at tax-deferred accounts. Most people, you know, associate these with employer plans, 401Ks, IRAs, 403Bs, things like that. And we're getting a tax break as we make contributions to that and we kick the tax can down the road. (laughs) And then we take money out of there and we're taxed like ordinary income. So I think a lot of people look at that and go, well, I put money in my IRA or my 401k because I'm planning for taxes. Okay. Well, you're <laughs> saving for taxes too when you do that. Cause you, you know, take a little bit of a haircut on your AGI. So that's great. But I think what most people don't look at is what is that future tax liability? So they're doing kind of this tax preparation, right? Of saying, I want to, you know, reap this tax benefit this year, but I'm not tax planning because I'm not looking at what this will mean for me. And 10, 15, 20 years down the road. So I think there's a big difference between just doing your taxes and getting them prepared as opposed to looking at that longer term. And I think, you know, when people are fixated on taxes, that's kind of their one main line of thought. And a lot of people don't really recognize what kind of a risk that is. And I think for a lot of people, it's kind of the biggest risk within their plan. And one of the main things I don't think people look at is something called provisional income. So when you look at, you know, saving for retirement, you start getting benefits, say, you know, you're retired, you're getting Social Security, things like that. What's interesting about Social Security is as we go through life, we're putting, you know, we're paying payroll taxes, right, every other week out of our paycheck. And I think a lot of people look at Social Security as being this future tax free benefit. Well, surprise, it's not. So they actually look at a number called provisional income. So what that is, is it's 50% of your Social Security benefit. Plus, if you have job earnings, pensions, annuities, investment returns, maybe dividends, interest, and even interest from tax-free bonds like municipal bonds. So the thing is, is if your provisional income is above a certain amount, part of your Social Security benefit gets taxed. If it's above another amount, even more of it gets taxed. Then this all parlays into how much you pay for your Medicare Part B premium. So if you're not looking at all your different sources of income and how to keep your provisional income lower, then you're probably going to end up paying more and more in taxes and more and more in Part B premiums. So all these things really start adding up and they sort of combine with one another to create this giant snowball. And I think a lot of times people are at the bottom of the hill, not recognizing, you know, what's going to come down on them.
1: Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, and Jeff at 970-446-1234 or go to the website, laymanlewis.com, to uh, start your planning today. We'll continue with the NOCO Retirement Report after this.
0: Are you making any mistakes with your retirement plan? Chuck, Alicia, and Josh will show you some of the most common mistakes made in retirement and how you can potentially avoid them. Learn about these mistakes and much more in their upcoming dinner seminar sign up today by calling 970-446-1234 that's 970-446-1234
5: If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. Hi, this is Jimmy Lakey for Lehman Lewis Financial Group. How can you know you'll live the retirement you've always imagined? After all, life can be unpredictable. You've watched your accounts go up and down with the market. Your advisor says, don't worry, you'll be just fine. But you still don't feel confident. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group have a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take their checklist challenge if you can check all the boxes on the list with confidence. You may be ready for retirement. But if not, Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you To get that complimentary checklist, call or text the word challenge to 970-519-2212. Take the checklist challenge today with Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Call 970-519-2212.
0: That's 970-519-2212. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Jimmy Lakey has been remunerated and is not a client. It might ramp up or it could slow down, but inflation never goes away. Do you know how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
1: This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, in the world of finance, there are things that can positively impact one set of people while negatively impacting someone else at the same time. Now, there's someone benefiting from credit card debt, higher taxes, and higher interest rates, but there's also someone who could be hurt by these things. Josh, I'm going to address this with you. We'll, we'll start with an example from the lending world. Credit card debt keeps falling, which is fantastic news. I, I love the fact that people are paying down their debt. Now, credit card companies are somewhat freaking out. Because, you know, they've decided that, well, people aren't taking on enough debt. So what are they doing? They're advertising more. But, I mean, it seems kind of crazy, but obviously credit card companies want you to spend.
3: That's right. And they want you to spend on credit. So um, I think we kind of saw a big paradigm shift in the perspective of investors and savers. You know, when the pandemic came around, people got furloughed, laid off, you know, businesses closed, things like that. I think people took a bigger look at kind of their debt their savings, and then looking at, hey, how are we spending money? You know, are these things we absolutely need? And so I think while we're seeing kind of this increase where there's a lot more money in the economy right now, just simply because of a lot of different things pandemic-related, that obviously there's much more money supply that's why we're seeing inflation. But that's good for typically debtors. But now you're seeing a lot of that money going back to paying off some of that debt. So even though interest rates are pretty low, credit cards don't always you know, parlay what the 10-year note is going to be. So I think people look at that as a bigger liability and say, gosh, if something like this ever happened again, I should really start paying down my debt. But again, you know, that's a huge part of revenue for those credit card companies. So they're going to take some of their decreased revenue and start spending that towards advertising to get people back on the hook you know to i always liken it to this idea of we're we're buying things we can't afford to impress people we don't like and, and i think <laughs> and we na- and some of them we may never know <laughs> that's right and it's money we don't have you know for the very sake of that so i think maybe we're seeing a little bit of a shift towards that and i think it's fantastic
1: so, Alicia, how do you talk uh, to your clients about addressing things like high interest debt before you know they fully get into retirement?
4: Well, that's where we look at you know how can we get that paid off, and we're big believers of um, you know looking at the big picture plan of how much income you're going to need in retirement, how much income you have now. And what are your liabilities, not only liabilities as far as mortgage or credit card debt or anything like that, but even just what what is your budget going to be and how much is your budget going to be affected by, you know, you paying off this debt. And um, it's always better to to have it paid off or be paying it down. And so what we look at is how can we rearrange Maybe how you're saving your money, where you're putting your money, how you're spending your money so that you can have, hey, maybe you can retire a little bit earlier. Um, maybe you can have more income in retirement because you're not going to have that debt. And so looking at positioning the money while you're working of, hey, let's let's pay some of this down. That's always going to be part of the conversation if you do have debt. And I think a lot of people get really excited about it because, you know, this, a lot of people who have, you know, maybe credit card debt specifically, they look at, it's a little bit more short-sighted of, I'm just making these payments, um, where that's where we help people get out of that mode and say, let's really focus on paying this off and and get that burden off your shoulders. Mm.
1: So uh, Chuck, often we hear about low interest rates being that quote-unquote double-edged sword. It's good for borrowers because you're not paying a lot of money to pay that money back, whether it be on a mortgage or a car or something like that. But it's bad news for those of us who want to save because you're not earning a lot of money on the potential of that money. So, uh, you know, talk about how that works and how you work with folks on, uh, you know, getting through this.
2: You know, that's a real good uh, question. A lot of people, they are, they're looking at, uh, you know, that they have CDs or they have money in the You know, government T-bills, government-grade bonds, things like that. And they're earning one-half of 1% or one-fourth of 1%. And, you know, that's terrible. I mean, that's, again, because interest rates are so low, that's good for borrowing. But when you're trying to save in something safe, it's it's just making people go crazy. And then they get a little bit lopsided in the market and have too much risk. And again, this is where a lot of times an annuity is the best option available because, uh, you know, historically, I've been in this business for 45 years, and every year, historically, annuities have paid 2% higher than what a CD rate does on a fixed annuity. Now, there are other kind of annuities out there, fixed indexed annuities, where you get you know the upswing of the market, not the whole upswing, but you don't take any downfalls. And that's been the most popular thing over oh, probably the last 20 years. And a lot of people that come in here, when we educate them on everything that's available out there, the pros and cons, because everything has an up and a down. And when they look at the annuity and say, gosh, why wasn't I ever told about this? Because... I would like to have some of my portfolio in this because, yeah, i probably only going to make 3 to 5%, but I know I'm not going to lose my principal, and every year I make a gain, that's locked in, I'm not going to lose that. And it's a very good option instead of putting it into a bank or government-grade, you know, into bonds or, or things like that. And again, the thing that we always tell people is the option you're never given is the option you'll never take. And, you know, there is a lot of negativity about annuities out there. And usually it's, you know, and there are a lot of bad annuities. Not all annuities are equal. And I would agree. There's a lot of them out there where we tell people stay away from that. But just because one is bad doesn't mean the other is. And you need to be educated on how they're used, when they're appropriate for your portfolio. And, again, that comes down to being educated and knowing what your options are.
1: Uh, And that education can be gained with Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire Lehman Lewis financial team, that they go to work for you. I mean, again, in your retirement, uh, if it's just you and your spouse, how would you like to have another team behind you to make sure that you're making the right decisions with your retirement income plan? That's exactly what you'll do. And you'll meet with us at least once a year to make sure that, the path you've created is the path that you need to continue to take maybe there are things that come up uh maybe you've gotten an inheritance from someone and you want to know you know what what's the best way to do that or um, again maybe you need to start taking care of uh, of an elderly parent uh in and you're in your retirement how can i do that how can i be fair with them but also still continue to stick to the plan that we put together Alicia, Chuck, and Josh want to sit down with you and design this plan because it is your money and it is your plan. They're they're designing this with you. And and their goal isn't to make you rich. It's to make sure that you don't end up outliving your money, which is the number one fear for all retirees. Reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Family at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web. You can find us at laymanlewis.com. And and Josh, let's continue some of the, the low interest um, talk here. You know, retirees need to navigate that. So how can they take advantage of those low interest rates? Um, but then also, what do they need to, to do to protect themselves with them?
3: You know, for a lot of people, I think refinancing their primary residence has been a huge, you know, way to take advantage of low interest rates. And not necessarily, you know, getting on another 30 years or something like that, but being able to maybe consolidate some debt and then take advantage of those low rates. Also, um, home equity line of credit for certain things have been good for purchases, so seeing a much lower rate with those. So I think it really kind of depends on where you're at in the spending versus borrowing spectrum. Because, you know, again, low interest rates is really great for debtors. But I think, too, when we're seeing these low interest rates, we're also seeing more and more money go into the economy. So I think from an investor standpoint, it's also looking at kind of those asset classes that are really going to take off due to increased discretionary consumer spending. And so we're seeing a lot of that kind of in the travel space. Um, Some of the luxury retail and things like that. So again, double-edged sword of looking at, you know, low interest rates aren't great for your CDs or for government treasuries, things like that. But there's other asset classes that are wildly benefiting from, you know, all of that increased spending.
1: And Alicia, as we wind down today's program, it, longevity is one of those things that it, it, it's there. I mean, we are living longer. Health science has gotten better and people uh, are taking better care of themselves and and they're thinking about that, that long-term uh, life that they want to have. They want to be around their grandkids and go out and do things. But also, if you don't plan for longevity, uh, it, it's Clearly the number one fear anyone has, running out of money in retirement. So how do you help people just put that in perspective as you're working with them year after year on their plan that longevity doesn't get in the way of what they need to be thinking of?
4: Well, and and our whole goal is to make longevity something that people want to have. Rather than people fearing, oh man, I I I I don't really want to live until I'm ninety-five because I'll be flat busted broke, and that's where I think putting a, a plan together. Uh, when we're looking at creating our plan, we we always put it out even past a hundred sometimes because the fact people are living to a, more now to a hundred than ever before, and so it could be a reality for you. And I think that that's. That's where the last thing that we want people to worry about is, man, what if I live too long and and now I don't have any money? Because wouldn't that just be the worst? That would be the worst. And so putting together that plan to make sure that, hey, not only are you going to be okay and not run out of money, but every single year you are going to have a cost of living adjustment, an inflation adjustment on your income. And here's what that looks like. Numbers don't lie, and so that's why we put put together, you know, in written form. This is what what you're going to experience if you have a plan. You've got to have a plan. Otherwise, you know, it is it could look like bad news for you. You know, living a long life, and that's that's the last thing we would ever want.
1: Yeah, and and so again, folks, if you're 65, um, you can expect expect at least to live 20 plus years. Uh, as as far as, you know, like actuaries, what they look at. And also, one in seven people today are living beyond the age of 95. So have you planned for longevity in your retirement plan? If you know you've planned for retirement, but you haven't planned for longevity, then your plan has a hole and it needs a fix. And I invite you to call Alicia, Chuck, and Josh at the Lehman Lewis Financial Group at 970-446-1234. That's nine seven zero four four six one two three four. You can always find us on the web at laymanlewis.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, thanks so much for your time today. Always great to catch up. Always good to have fun and always fun to poke a little fun at Chuck, too. So, you know, it's all
2: hey. good. <laughs> That's all right. I'm used to it.
7: I'm just uh... the old guy they make
2: fun of around here. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: you guys have a great Big weekend. Big baby.
4: Thank you. Thank you thank too. You. Take care.
2: Hey, this is Chuck Lame, and thanks again for listening to the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions regarding your situation, feel free to give me a call at 855-955-3686. Again, that's 855-955-3686. We also offered up a couple of free retirement guides. These guys are going to give you some information that I think is going to be real helpful. So don't hesitate. Pick up the phone and call, or you can also get a hold of us at laymanlewisresources.com. Again, that's laymanlewisresources.com. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and we look forward to talking to you again next week.
7: Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal, any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income, generally referred to fixed insurance products. Never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. The radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. The radio show is a paid placement.